Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. How do you take your voiceover career to the next level? No matter if you're just getting started or if you're already working in voiceover, there are phases and steps of a voiceover career. We're going to talk about what your next step is today on the podcast. Hey, it's Jason back with episode number 12, here to quickly answer another voiceover question. And this question comes from Steve. Hi, Jason. Steve from the UK, loving the podcasts. My question is, how do you take your voiceover business to the next level? Been doing this for three years, absolutely love it. Got some fantastic clients to do regular work for. But how do I take it up that notch to that next level? Thanks for the question, Steve, and for sending it in via MP3. So the quick answer to your question is that you can take your business up a notch by improving the way that you do business and by scaling your time. And I'll get into how to do that, but let's start with the basics. So there are certain basic steps to follow to get up and running in voiceover, and I cover these in the five steps to become a voice actor video series. I'll leave a link below this video if you wanna check it out. Once you get the basics down, then you revisit the basics and you optimize what you've done because you can probably do it better than you did it the first time. And you wanna continue to improve, so you wanna continue to optimize. Once you've optimized your your entire business and the process that you use to, to run your business, then you want to move on to scaling your business because in the optimization phase, you have uh, figured out what works. So now it's just scaling your business up to make it uh, run more efficiently. So let's start with the basic steps. And this is kind of the, the getting started phase of voiceover that I think a lot of people go through. So step one is to decide that you really want to do voiceover. At this step, you have some kind of interest in voiceover. Maybe you've been told that you've got a great voice or you do funny voices or accents or you like reading or like me, I I just liked music. So I listened to the radio a lot and I got interested in how to mix a voice with music to do radio liners and sweepers, those little things that go between songs on the radio. And that led me into radio imaging as my starting voiceover niche. Now maybe there's a voiceover niche that you're mostly interested in like animation or video games or, or audio books or whatever it is. It's probably gonna change like it did for me. I hardly do any radio imaging voiceover nowadays. So you have this interest in voiceover and some people think voiceover is about being discovered and signing up with an agent. So when they figure out that it really involves building a business and making an investment and that it takes effort, they're not going to go on. They're not going to take it up a notch to step two. And they're just going to drop out and decide it's too much work while you move on to step two. So if you're in the decision phase or the uh, decision step, your next step would be 
to set up your studio. And this is where the investment starts to happen because step one, you decided that you wanted to do it and you wanted to do the investment. And like we've talked about in past podcasts, it doesn't have to be expensive to set up your recording space, but there is some cost in buying equipment and setting up a room to record in. So once you've got your studio set up, the next step that you want to take is to improve, and that's step three. So you've got your recording space set up so that you can record. Since you're just getting started, you need to learn the basics so you know how to do this, but don't do that. And you want to learn your voice and learn your style that you're you're comfortable with and uh, practice some scripts, learn what kind of scripts work well with your voice, learn the trends and what's popular now. And maybe all that involves hiring a coach or maybe just getting a voiceover evaluation or just practicing nonstop on your own. Whatever it is, that step is all about improving and just becoming better. Then you want to move on to step number four, which is your voiceover demo. So now that you know how to use your voice, you can have a demo to show what you can do with it. And then once you have your demo done, you move on to step five, which is your website and marketing and actually trying to get clients. And this is where a lot of really talented voice actors struggle because it's more about business than it is about art or skill or talent. And I've got some guides on marketing and finding voiceover work. I'll leave links below if you want to check them out. I've also got an online course called Voiceover Marketing That Works. Enrollment for that opens up twice a year. And that goes into depth on my exact process for getting voiceover work. You'll get an email when that opens up again. So these are the five steps, the five steps of the basic phase of voiceover when you're just getting started. So once you go through these five steps, you've got this proof of concept now that your studio is good enough, your demo represents your ability to perform, and someone has actually paid you to do voiceover work. So you know your process works and you can uh, be successful with it. Even if you just do it one time, you know it works. But there's always going to be room for improvement. So now it's time to move into the optimization phase. And this is where you just try to improve everything. So you revisit the basics and you think, is there anything about your studio that's holding you back? Have you lost any jobs because of the sound of your studio? Has a client made a comment? If so, now would be the time to fix it. But you also want to be careful not to waste your time on things that don't matter which is easy to do when you're talking about gear upgrades and uh, just other distractions so that you don't have to focus on the most important parts of voiceover. Uh, So upgrading your gear, you know, if it's not going to make a difference, don't do it. Only upgrade your gear if someone has told you it's holding you back in some way, preferably a client or maybe a coach or if you found out through an evaluation. And since you've been in voiceover for some time now, Maybe you just hear that your audio isn't as good as someone else's, so maybe you can figure it out on your own. Uh, And as time goes on, you're going to be able to hear the slight quality differences between your audio and other people's audio. So you'll want to fix them since clients who hire voice actors often will also hear those differences. And then performance-wise, you want to think, have you lost any jobs because you weren't getting what a client was asking you to do? Were you in a session and they said, do this, and you were thinking, I have no idea how to do that? If that's the case... Maybe you want to learn how to do that. Maybe you can find a coach who specializes in that area. So either way, you just need to improve, and you can do that by practicing more. Then you also want to revisit your demo. Have you done better work since you recorded it? You know, I'm sure that your skills have improved since you recorded that demo. So just make sure it's a showcase of the best of what you can do today and not what you did six months ago. And maybe you'll want to hire a professional demo producer to produce one for you or just produce it yourself. That's up to you. 
Uh, and then you want to think about your marketing. Is it working for you? Whatever you're doing, however you're doing your marketing, is it working for you? Are you working with the clients that you want to be working with? Are you being paid the rates that you're happy with? Are there other ways to get work that are going to pay more? Are you auditioning enough? And if not, what can you change to get more audition opportunities? And are you making auditioning a priority? So, you know, because auditioning leads to work and leads to clients, are you doing it enough? Are you making it the priority that it needs to be? And it could go the other way. Maybe your marketing is working really well. So what are you doing right? And what can you do more of? If you're getting work from, say, like online casting sites, just figure out which one you get the majority of your work from and focus on that one site. Or if it's email marketing, maybe you just want to focus more of your time and attention to email marketing. So double down on whatever's working best for you. But now's the time to make any adjustments to your marketing uh, just to make sure that you're getting the results that you want. So optimizing is all about making your business better all around. You've already done it at least once, and now you're thinking, how can you improve it? And I usually look at things to optimize once per year, and that works for me. I don't think you need to do it more often unless you're stuck, and by stuck I just mean that you aren't being hired. Or maybe an idea comes to you on how you can make something better in your business, and if that's the case, then uh, go ahead and optimize it and improve it. Uh, once you've gone through the optimization phase, and you'll be going through it multiple times, but uh, once you go through it and you figure out that your business is running well, you, then you can think about scaling your business. So by this point, hopefully you're earning a steady income on your own. And if you are, it might be a good time to start looking for agents. And I think a lot of people look for an agent too early on in their career. But at this stage, you're working with your own clients. So any work that you get from an agent is just going to be icing on the cake. And at this point, you're also used to working with clients. So you're more likely to be closer to what an agent is looking for. You're going to be more attractive to an agent. This is also when hiring an assistant or assistants can really help. So up until now, you've probably been doing everything yourself. But in this scaling phase, you really need to focus on auditioning and recording for clients as your main role. Editing and billing and marketing and all the other tasks that go along with running your business, they're still important and they're still a necessity for your business, but that doesn't mean that you have to be the one to do it. So if you can hire some assistants to help you in those areas, then you can focus on the, the work that only you are able to do, which is auditioning and recording for clients, all the other work other people could do. And then that's how you scale your business and voiceover. So that's how I would recommend taking your business up a notch. And that's learning the basics, improving and optimizing the work that you send clients, uh, improving your workflow and the type of client that you work with. And then you can scale by getting help so that you can focus your time on just recording voiceover. So hopefully that answers your question, Steve. If you have a voiceover question, you can record it in your studio or on your phone or however you can. The quality doesn't matter. It can be good or bad. I'm not going to judge you. And then upload your MP3 to me using the upload button in the links section below. And also check out that links and resources section for links to anything I mentioned on today's podcast. All right, that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.